0: Welcome to The Holt Story, a podcast where tech leaders discuss the biggest trends and challenges in cybersecurity technology. Brought to you by Tech Data, one of the world's largest technology distributors.
1: Welcome, everyone, to another episode of The Holt Story, where we go deeper into the topics and technology impacting our industry. I'm your host, Tracy Holtz, and today's guest is Nishant Tanaja, Senior Director of Product Marketing at Barracuda where he guides their go-to-market strategy. Well, welcome, Nishant, to The whole Story. I'm certainly excited to have you as a guest today. I'm really excited about our topic, um, but thank you again for joining me today.
0: Yeah, thank you, Tracy. It's uh, really excellent to be here. Uh, excited about having this conversation with you.
1: Thank you. So let's maybe just start, you know, probably something I've talked a lot about this year, but it doesn't seem to be decreasing at any magnitude. You know, when we think about ransomware and the threats that are attacking today um, around the cybersecurity landscape, you know, ransomware continues to dominate the news, dominate the magnitude of attacks happening every day. What are you seeing from a a manufacturer standpoint around trends, around ransomware, and maybe... You know how they're originating.
0: Yeah, great question. As a as a security provider, as you've said, this is kind of uh, what we deal with day in day out, and it's in the media. You know, we, we see it every day. We hear a lot about ransomware recently, but it's also a lot more than ransomware when we kind of think about the the evolution of these you know cyber attacks. So specifically with email, you know, as you know, it it, it is the primary threat vector. Over you know ninety percent of cyber attacks. Still, start with uh, email, um, and if we rewind, you know, go back, say, a decade or so, it, it really began with uh, 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 the emphasis and the focus for bad actors was around volumetric at- attacks, and these are malware, and you know, spam, and carrying some kind of uh, malicious payload, and these zero-day attacks. Now, it's very different. Now, you've got these bad actors kind of leveraging. Uh, it could be, you know, individuals, it could be criminal organizations. Um, they're leveraging social engineering attacks, you know, which are a lot more sophisticated. They can penetrate, you know, uh, existing organization defenses because traditional sort of sort of email security uh, solutions are no longer enough to protect against these advanced attacks. And their ultimate goal is to get access to the apps and, and, and then and the data. And that's where ransomware comes in. So if we think of ransomware it really begins first with email uh, primarily and then accesses, you know, apps and, and data. The uh-huh so we, we actually did some research recently and we we found that there are really 13 different threat types uh, email threat types all from less complex like the ones i mentioned malware spam data exfiltration which are low impact low risk to the organizations today because there's enough you know enough security solutions to protect against them to all the way ranging into the more highly complex like high impact you know like business email compromise conversation hijacking account takeover which pose a huge risk to businesses today and really cost them billions of dollars is, uh, when we look at sort of the market uh, each year. And according to our na- analysis, you know the average organization is, is targeted by over 700 social engineering attacks uh, like the ones that I mentioned uh, in, in a year. So it's, it's pretty significant.
1: Yeah, those numbers are pretty staggering, and when we think about just some of the more recent public attacks that have happened, you know, around ransomware, you know, frankly, some of them have been anywhere from days they've been in the network to months, and very targeted because they're spending time identifying, you know, the company, their users, and information about them to leverage that back into ways that they're then uh, breaching the company. So it's definitely to me very targeted, um, and you know, I would. To your point, uh, Nishant, I think that's been the case for many years, but why do you feel that that's, you know, the change in what we're seeing today around these prominent supply chain, all the way down to SMBs being very targeted?
0: Yeah, you know it's, that's really interesting because one of the shifts we've seen in in that that have kind of driven this this massive kind of change in in the tax strategies has really been social engineering, right? The social networks and the ability to sort of get information on any individual in a company uh, a, a, a lot more easily. And you can get credentials, access, you know, through the dark web. And and when it comes to sort of targeting and changing strategies, you know, it's it's these are very simple emails that are. Uh, drafted with uh, a good sort of reconnaissance done around um, you know the organization the individual that you're targeting, and when we look at threats like conversation hij- hijacking it's really a lot of effort that these bad actors put into understanding who they're targeting you know what's the what's the engagement of that email conversations once they're able to get into the environment and specifically as you mentioned s- supply chain a- attacks you know we 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 think a lot of these are kind of around invoicing fraud, but it 's really more than that. Uh, it's all the other threat types like business email compromise, account takeover. So, in for example, in business email uh, att- attacks, scammers are impersonating an employee in the organization. You know, which which can be a supplier uh, organization or a partner, and they're intended to defraud the company, its employees, and, and customers. So, the generally the attackers are focusing their efforts on employees with access to their company's finances, personal information. You know, trying to trick them into performing some kind of wire transfer or disclosing any sensitive information so these are these are all leveraging social engineering tactics and compromised accounts and so they don't carry those attachments or links and um, and classic sort of BEC attacks are impersonating uh, a lot of impersonation around an executive focusing on on employees in finance department or you know CFO C suite So it's it's super targeted and with great reconnaissance and uh, intent to to you know cause uh, to to defraud the organization.
1: Yeah, no, thank you for that. And I think you know I've said I've used this analogy quite a lot, but uh, it's less likely that your software or your hardware um, is going to fail and create a breach. It's more likely that the human aspect or the lack of policies being enforced uh, or or even leveraged, um, are creating the attack surface opportunity. And so when we think of that human error aspect of it or the human piece of it, you know, I think a lot of companies have spent, um, you know, whether it be um, training, cyber awareness training and reoccurring training with their own staff, But we're still seeing, you know, the human aspect, um, you know, click on an email and it'd be malicious and, and, you know, spear phishing and and then ultimately lead to an an open opportunity uh, for a hacker. Why? You know, what do you think there in sense of the human error? How can we how can we all really focus on this and limit, you know, minimize the impact um, of the bad actors getting in?
0: yeah so absolutely right tracy i mean and and that comes down to the kind of the hardest part, right? like because when you think about sort of it, it's it's looking at human behavior right and it's it's kind of how do you change that? how do you impact that? so absolutely like it's it's you know what no surprise, right because we have any email can be sent to anyone by anyone, and you know when we 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 are a little bit hardwired to trust emails, you know, naturally hardwired <laughs> now to trust emails and you've got these bad actors really taking uh, advantage of that, right? So when we think about sort of employees that are not trained to spot an attack or their, their security solutions in some instances couldn't be advanced or they don't have the right training to really detect these advanced social engineering attacks, like the examples that I mentioned earlier, uh, it becomes really hard uh, for IT, you know, for uh, the CISO and in, 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 in these organizations to really have a, a secure posture um, so you know from I, I think over 850 million information workers out there that are using cloud-based productivity platforms you know collaboration suites like office 365 Teams, slack others so there's a massive market out there for you know for cyber criminals to target you know people individuals and and and, and really be smart about uh, leveraging these uh, the email attack vector with these with social engineering threats and and the exposure is high because now you got, you have access to applications business applications um, so companies have been making an effort you know we're we're seeing companies are concerned we do hear a lot from customers kind of okay how do I what's my what should be my security awareness training program you know what what solution should I use what should be the frequency how do we ensure the right simulation gamification and so forth so you know I, I believe there's some sixty one percent of security professionals that are currently using some kind of a security versus uh, training solution. Uh, so the businesses clearly know the importance of it. I think everyone recognizes it, that employees need to be the first line of defense. I think the challenge comes in terms of how you can uh, ensure best practices around it. You know, do you, do you have the best solution for your organization? You know, how, how much important are you uh, like, are you giving to, to to this program and training and as tactics change, which they do rapidly, are you, you know, are you on top of it? Like, do you have the training program that is current and relevant, and you're leveraging attack simulations and automation and assessments to support the effort? So that it really comes down to uh, to prioritizing that uh, as part of your uh, email security posture.
1: Now, those are great points. And uh, simulation, I think, is, you know, a, a very keen area, right, to train folks on. I think everyone, you know, a lot of people learn visually versus, uh, you know, um, right. and it's absolutely then can be explained. So if we think about it, just for our audience, maybe what are some best practices, you know, that you would recommend, you know, maybe one or two. Uh, immediately that our listeners should should start to implement um you know today around training is it simul- implementing simulation is there specific things that they should be looking for in a malicious email that are the top you know um, identifiers that our listeners can learn from you today
0: yeah um absolutely so i think from from an organization perspective i think first is to ensure that you've got a program right um and the program can be could be manually run um you know we recommend having a, a security awareness training solution um and and supplementing that with sort of you know uh the, the, the right con- uh, professional services to make sure that you have if you don't have the bandwidth or the resources to implement it and stay on top of it so it's unlike you know unlike getting a software security software and then sort of your set it and forget it right like this this requires kind of uh, it's a program and you need to really invest in it in in terms of resourcing as an organization um so from an organization best practice perspective want to ensure that you have some solution and then second you know simulation is super powerful so the ability to for you to take the relevant content take the most understanding where are you being targeted today like where what what kind of attacks are you seeing so those 13 threat types that i talked about earlier and this is you know on our on our website at barracuda.com, this, this taxonomy of 13 threat types, what types of attacks are you really seeing and, and why? And then ensuring that you have uh, the right simulation for those attacks, because it, it can be really, you know, the, the more targeted you are with your, um, where the, the exposure or the risk is for your organization, your employees, uh, the better your security awareness tro- uh, program will be. Um, so to ensure that you have the right content for the simulation and then the right cadence of, Keeping up with those, uh, uh, those attacks is going to important and and then when it comes to the users it's really it can be tricky right because you have many times these sort of impersonations that are coming from it right and you're uh you're 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 thinking you're responding to a you know your uh, it organization and clicking a link and going in and providing credentials to a to an attacker so uh, there's a lot when it comes to in terms of best practices with respect to understanding what types of attacks are there how do you look at impersonation you know who is it coming from what's the subject line What's the content of it? Even the ability to kind of train them into looking at something suspiciously and looking at that email going, you know, this this doesn't seem like an attack that uh, an email from John, right? Who, who's a CFO and uh, it, it looks different in the language. So th- those nuances and that level of sophistication and understanding looking at emails, uh, you know, is enabled through these uh, training programs.
1: Yeah, and I think it's an. I mean, to me, it's a critical component um, of any company from a risk management perspective because the human aspect of it is, is certainly a risk. You know, in any company, from a ransomware, but then the data, and you know, potentially the reputation that uh, could be impacted by it. But And there's performance components to all of this as well as, you know, most of this is automated today in some of these social um, cyber awareness kind of platforms and provide the ability for management to really identify where there's multiple potential individuals in the company that are your highest risk and and where are they where do they stem in the organization and what kind of access to data do they have uh, but I think it's all a keen opportunity to your point right in in disclosing and actually even helping to evolve the organization by helping to identify how many of those, kind of emails are being identified in the every month. Yeah. How many users are clicking on those? And you know, really magnifying what's happening at a corporate and company level, frankly, to really for the individual employees to gain a better understanding of the amount and volume of a um Cause that that will absolutely um gain more attention uh, than, you know, lack of knowledge in a lot of those areas too.
0: Uh, you're absolutely right, Tracy. And and you know the one of the critical things you said there was just an understanding of where are you, where's your exposure, right? Like what in your current email environment. Let's say you're on Office 365. Uh, you know on on the platform. Like where, what type of threats are you seeing, and and can you have a good assessment around that? So now we've got we've got this uh, kind of free assessment tool called email threat scan that organizations adopt uh, you know run it's very easy to kind of install and run and um, and be able to see uh, the in your environment what kind of threats are you uh, you know are are getting through as the gateway defenses and sort of natively on top of uh, as part of office 365 security and then who's actually uh, to your point on like understanding which users right which users are actually uh, responding to uh, you know those, those types of attacks and which ones are doing a better job of it so and and which functions so the ability to kind of have a good assessment of your email ecosystem and how the, the, the communications are flowing and what type of attacks you're really seeing is is, is the is really the first step. And then you can understand kind of what are the gaps in your security posture, right? Like are you do you need security awareness training, or are you missing uh, sort of AI enabled you know phishing protection on top of your native uh, office three sixty five security that can help you uh, you know prevent and detect some of these attacks and put you in a better position? so the that that assessment is is really the first critical step uh, and and the understanding of your environment.
1: Yeah, no, I'm a big advocate for your assessment. um, And I would challenge all of our listeners today um, to go out and take the assessment because to me, it's an absolutely great way to identify risk (laughs) um, in the company um, and opportunities for you, our listeners to invest in deeper to really tighten their security posture and then get into solutions that help mitigate that by all means. Um, Let's touch on maybe a little bit of what you talked about, um, you know, around Office 365 and the massive amount of companies that, you know, have end users on 365, Uh, you know, it's probably the top uh, platform. How are you seeing the threats in this space different from elsewhere?
0: Yeah. So, you know, when it comes to Office 365, I think we, you know, first it's the most adopted right uh platform out there and you've got some i think they've got some 250 million plus users worldwide you know the great platform for for productivity collaboration uh now with the as as teams as part of teams application is sort of uh you know uh, more and more organizations are deploying that and and it's so it's it's really pervasive and you know not only we see that, like I think attackers kind of recognize that and see that as a popular platform, and and hence it ends up being one of the. There's more impersonation happening, uh, you know, with uh, with brand impersonation, service impersonation with respect to Office 365. Uh, I think we have 80% of organizations that have adopted it. So we see several thousand customers, and you know we're like that, that we have you know uh, that that deal with these types of attacks, and you know we're currently securing over a billion emails daily. So and this is sort of um, Uh, majority on office 365 one of the things i want to mention on office 365 is there's been a huge adoption and it's probably no surprise but the acceleration of office 365 adoption since the pandemic started you know with the company the workforce for many organizations went remote and you know when you think of adoption of teams it's been uh, just super accelerated so this poses a challenge for organizations to kind of think about okay how do um you know what is the native security that comes with the platform, and then how do I supplement it to ensure a high level of you know security uh, email security posture? So with the ability to think of uh, phishing protection right on top of Office 365 security, uh, security awareness training that we talked about, uh, the ability to have a high level of incident response, you know automated incident response, the ability to also when we look at data, you know, be able to think about your data protection strategy. Do you have the right solution for it, you know, on top of what you sort of get as part of your license? Um, So really complementing, supplementing security on top of Office 365 platforms is where we're seeing a lot of customers kind of think about and and, and see what's their best strategy to improve their security posture. And from what we've seen, uh, they they have a lot of success with that and uh, kind of layer in these um, uh, protection layers on top of uh, the Native security that comes with Office 365. Um, so it's it's been um, you know it's 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 been really interesting, uh, especially since the pandemic. And uh, so with when it comes to Office 365, we have over 17,000 organizations that are, you know have run the email threat scan that we talked about earlier, um, and then understood kind of the risk or where they're exposed, and then talked to us about sort of okay, how do you supplement security on top of Office 365?
1: Yeah, that's that's fantastic, and um, that's a significant amount of data that you're ma- managing as a company perspective every day, and having to uh, identify uh, threat factors um, through those through those equations. So, if we think about you know the magnitude of the power from all those emails and uh, identifying malicious versus what a company allows, um, or you know uh, as good emails, we'll kind of classify them. Is probably the best way to say it. You know what are some key identifiers there that you would look for and uh, guide our audience through?
0: Yeah, so you know, there's uh, there's obviously a huge volume of emails coming in for any organization, you know, and um, the, the 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 really critical part here is. You know, not so much of the concern is not so much with some of these volumetric kind of attacks, but it's more the targeted attacks. So, and it's all the variety of uh, the types of attacks that are coming in, right? So, because these can be, um, uh, you know, really sophisticated, and how do you stay in, on top and ahead of that? Um, so, as I mentioned earlier, you know, we're protecting over a billion, uh, kind of seeing a volume over a billion emails daily. We're protecting, um, we have 5 million advanced threats blocked each day. Uh, and you know when it comes to office 365, um, you know thousands of organizations uh, on it um, that are our customers. Um, so in, in terms of you know uh, looking at technologies like leveraging AI and even with apis into Office 365, integration with Office 365 and leveraging uh, uh, artificial intelligence and machine learning, to be able to use classifiers and kind of present a um be able to one detect you know what are these attacks and provide the organization that visibility and in many instances kind of ensure that we kind of block them you know and so so even if it's post delivery the ability to for organizations for someone to not be able to respond to that attack because we are Uh, artificial intelligence has identified that as a potential business email compromise attack or a spear phishing and, you know, or a conversation hijacking. So the ability to do that, um, with uh, th- th- this type of technology is 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 really really uh, you know critical, um, and we believe that's super important. And and the email threat scan actually is a starting point for that because that gives you a preview into how that would work uh, and what threats are in your environment. And then we use these classifiers and we c- continue to expand on classifiers, leveraging AI. Um, and and so so the solution does the work for you, and 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 then. It, it's a it's a self learning system, right? So as we see more threats in our uh, in the environment, we're able to kind of uh, uh, identify that more uh, quickly, and there's a higher uh, detection efficacy. Um, so AI is super important to you know ensuring that you uh, you're able to uh, leverage that technology and and you know improve your uh, security posture.
1: Yeah, how do you see AI um, identifying new threats?
0: You know it's interesting because uh, it's become such a buzzword, right? Like we have, uh, we're talking about it today, and I'm sure many other uh, solution providers and you hear it a lot. Um, the, the critical, you know, it's been used, I would say, kind of loosely in some instances, and it's been kind of good marketing. Uh, but um, if we if we really think about uh, beyond sort of lip service to it or uh, kind of marketing purposes, uh, the 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 AI, you know, the the machine learning aspect of it, the algorithms, you know, how do how do you work with the classifiers? How do you ensure uh, the um, system is effective and self learning? You know, the data data that you're feeding the machine learning models. Um, so it really comes down to a lot of those factors. Um, so, as an example, you know, for our solu- uh, email security solution that could we uh, that our customers are using, it's it's uh, leveraging that technology to detect, you know, account takeover attacks, um, anything that's launched from a compromised account. You know, so if we find that we have suspicious activity of a login from a different. Uh, geography, then uh, that email, that, then the user is, uh, you know, typically seen in. Then that, that there's a flag there, right? Like so, those types of kind of classifiers and ability to um, uh, that are not rules based, but kind of self learning uh, to analyze historical and inbound data and identify behavior, uh, behavioral and content anomalies uh, to f- really flag these fraudulent emails. So. Um, we have this thing called the, you know, kind of the identity graph, where we present it as like each individual within the organization has a unique behavioral attributes, and so such as you know signing in from their emails, where are they sending emails from? To whom are they sending emails? You know, what is their style of writing? You know, um, sentiments in the message. So that 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 level of sort of machine learning data to kind of analyze and understand normal normal communication from abnormal communication. Um, so that's where machine learning, uh, where the rubber meets the road and you're able to deliver, you know, good solutions and uh, identify anomalies uh, more effectively.
1: And yeah, no, that's fantastic. And, you know, I, I see as we can continue down these next uh, foreseeable you know, months and years, really, AI is going to continue to be integrated into cybersecurity more and more. Um, to your extent, uh, what you just talked about, really, and machine learning, frankly, um, as beyond what a more mature position than it is today. So it's interesting to see that continued trend happen in our industry. Um, You know, Nishan, thank you so much for taking the time uh, to join me on the Holt story. Um, Definitely, you know, for anyone that's interested um, in learning more um, and talking to you and connecting around Barracuda, um, maybe could you share on how to reach out to you?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thanks, Tracy. It's been a pleasure uh, to be. Uh, thanks for having me on today and having this conversation. Um, yeah. P- anyone that's interested in terms of what we spoke about um, and uh, interested in speaking with us, uh, we, they can you know, reach out to our Tech Data team, uh, which is at barracuda at techdata.com. So again, that's barracuda at techdata.com. And yeah. uh, we'd be happy to help.
1: Yeah, fantastic. Thank you. And I know Sean would be happy to uh, talk to them, who is our Barracuda specialist. So um, thank you, Nishant. It was great to have you. Look forward to having you on again. Uh, Definitely, I know our listeners learned a lot from you this afternoon. Um, And I think you know I'll challenge everyone and our listeners to make sure that they go out to Barracuda and take their assessment, um, identify the risk um, in their company, and uh, get back with us at uh, Tech Data and how we can help you.
0: Excellent. Thank you, Tracy.
1: Thanks, Nishant. Have a great day. Thank you, everyone, for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, I really appreciate you taking the time to subscribe using your favorite podcast application. We are hosted on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and many other podcast platforms. We're adding new podcasts monthly, and you can also access our podcast from theholtstory.com. It's really great to have you listening today and really appreciate your time. Thanks for listening to the Holt Story, the podcast where tech leaders discuss the biggest trends and challenges where enterprise technology brought to you by Tech Data, one of the world's largest technology distributors. Thanks, everyone.